Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at LSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this week's episode, I spoke with Kristen Metzger, CPA and Senior Manager at William Vaughn Company, about the state of the restaurant industry. Kristen is the restaurant practice leader at William Vaughn and shared her insight into assistance the industry has been able to apply for from the government, how restaurants have adapted now that vaccinations are becoming more available, the outlook on restaurants for the rest of 2021, and much more. Here's what she had to say. Now that we're a year into the pandemic, you know, we've talked to a lot of the restaurant operators and they are starting to see that their monthly sales have increased in 2021. I mean, they had such large losses that they're recovering from, from 2020, that the encouraging growth that they've seen in 2021 has been, you know, promising for the industry. But I think that, you know, to really see how things are going to improve throughout 2021, you'd really have to look at, you know, what does 2021 sales look like compared to 2019? because there were so many issues that occurred pretty much right now, um, a year ago with the closing of restaurants and the reduced capacity. So they really will need to kind of focus on 2021 compared to 2019. And that's gonna tell us how the industry is gonna hold up to more of that pre-pandemic time. And I know with the weather getting warmer, and this is also something we saw last summer, um, you know, there's more outdoor dining, um, restaurants are trying to, you know, give space and, and social distance where they can. Do you think related to, especially in Ohio, um, related to warmer weather, does that give restaurants kind of more hope, hopefully, that they can bring in more, more customers? I think the warm weather definitely helps. I mean, there is something about the warm weather, you sit out on a patio, you have food, drinks, you know, you're able to be with people. And you've seen a lot of restaurants over this past year really trying to expand their patio seating to allow for more guests that either might not be comfortable dining indoors, but then they also are able to utilize that patio space because they are so limited on the capacity and having to have the social distancing requirements indoors that this does open up to allow them to have more capacity and seat more people at the restaurant with the out, use of the outdoor space. In um, I'm in Northwest Ohio and we have a lot of our local communities have some Dora areas where you're actually allowed to have food and alcoholic beverages in certain designated areas. And I've seen that a lot more communities are kind of trying to get that put into place. And that allows more seating as well, where you could maybe carry out food from, you know, the restaurant down the street, and then there's a designated space that you can bring it to and eat. I think the vaccine availability, that's also helping bring people to the restaurants, because for a long time, there's a lot of people that were very uncomfortable dining, dining out, and you might not have wanted to gather with people maybe outside of your immediate household or that bubble that people were congregating in, but now that the vaccine's more readily available and people are receiving their first and second dose, depending on what, you know, vaccine they're receiving, you can see that there's more social interactions because people are able to feel a little bit more comfortable in expanding those circles. 
you've posted about this on the William Vaughn website. Uh, can you tell me more about what assistance restaurants have been able to take advantage of um, to help their industry? Sure. So we know that PPP1 and PPP2, um, that's not just for restaurants. That was for everybody um, that was eligible. There has also been the employee retention credit that is um, available to employers. And there's certain criteria that they have to meet to be able to qualify, but that's actually the for 2020 and 2021. And those are some pretty sizable tax credits. And even Ohio, in Ohio, restaurants are eligible to receive those tax credits. And the biggest thing, which is really happening as we speak, is this restaurant revitalization fund, which that is specifically geared towards the industry. And it are it's grants that operators are able to apply for that you basically take 2019 and 2020 and you compare your gross receipts. And if you've had a reduction, you're eligible for a grant. Now you do have to back out any PPP money that you've received, but that ultimately can lead to a pretty large grant. And that is something that if you are able to receive those, you can use all the way until March of 2023. And there's a lot of different eligible expenses. You can use it for food and inventory, beverages. You can also use it for rent. So some crossover to the PPP money, but also some new things. And that portal is going to be open. The registration is actually happening right now on April 30th. And the portal itself is going to be open for applications on beginning May 3rd. And that was part of the American Rescue Plan Act that was signed. We know that you know, they allocated 28.6 billion. A lot of things that you read say that's just a little part of what the industry is gonna need to recover. But for many operators, this is a lifeline because this industry has just been incredibly hard hit throughout this past year and a half. Absolutely, I think a lot of people can uh, sympathize, you know, hearing about their favorite restaurants and their hometowns and where they live kind of struggling. And, and, you know, unfortunately, I know myself, I've heard of multiple restaurants the past year that have closed down, which is always really disappointing to hear. And that makes me wonder, have you had any, or have you had to have any tough conversations with your clients in the restaurant industry about the, the viability of their business? So I think, as you've mentioned, that this past year was so tough. Um, on everyone in the restaurant industry is no exception to that. I mean, you saw such large reductions in revenue and it's just, you know, it just becomes a really hard thing to deal with as a business owner. And you're trying to run your business, especially with these restaurants and the guidelines are changing. You're trying to keep employees and customers safe and give those people the experience they're looking for. And it's just a ton of pressure. So we definitely had some clients that had to close locations because of the pandemic, maybe reduce their hours because the location typically had a large lunch crowd with businesses being down and around them. And now all these people were working from home. So the lunch crowd wasn't what it used to be. And those are hard because, you know, you have all those operators, they have employees that are counting on them to keep them working. And those are tough, tough, tough decisions for the owners to have to make to either close a location or cut hours because 
you know, you're not, it's not just about you. It's about all the people that are working for you. Definitely. And I'm sure that I'm guessing you probably also saw a lot of um, restaurant owners really come up with innovative ideas and um, try to think of really interesting ways that they were able to keep their business going. Yes, definitely. And I mean, you saw a lot of people kind of pivot to the carryout model, which, you know, carryout's always been available, but to really do like a curbside or utilize apps and there's the third party delivery services. And then you saw a lot of the restaurants kind of go to more of the family meals where, you know, you can feed four or five people rather than, you know, everybody getting a different meal. It's like have one thing and, you know, pay a certain fee and you have enough food to feed your family. I mean, there's a lot of people that restaurants, it, the restaurant is what feeds them every day. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like to cook at home. So, you know, giving people those options that they could still be able to turn to when they couldn't just go down the street to the local restaurant to sit and have a meal was very important. Something I always really appreciated was the the sharing of local restaurants that I saw on social media and in other places where it was like you can still you can still support your local restaurants during this tough time without you know hopefully spending like so so much money but you can do it in a way that's smart and that's helping the restaurants without you know you having to like cook at home every night. Yeah and that was a big thing and I mean a lot of the local restaurants that we saw here too were um, providing meals to the healthcare workers so you know, you may purchase a meal for them and carry out. And they said, you know, for every meal that our customers purchase, we're also going to make a meal and take it to, you know, this hospital for all their team working, because, you know, that was something else. It was like in times like this, you just want to look to help people and their customers were helping the restaurant. And then the restaurant in turn was also giving back, which, you know, I think says a lot for just the community in general. Definitely. It's always so um, inspiring, I think, to see those local businesses, you know, working together. And I feel like the restaurant industry is such, you know, such a backbone for so many people for a lot of different reasons. Like you mentioned, it might be the lunch crowd, it might be employment, or it might just be, you know, you're not someone who cooks, so you have your favorite places that you go. But the restaurant industry is so essential in that way to the to communities. Yes, I agree. And even to just individuals, I mean, if you have somebody that perhaps might live alone, you know, going to a restaurant might be their way to be around other people, even if they don't know them, you can still have casual conversation. And then you have to, you had, unfortunately had to take that away from people for a period of time. And, it, you know, it's just how can we, what can we do to help people? I think that's one thing that, you know, you saw, it's like, what's, what can we, what good can we bring out of this really terrible situation? that we've kind of talked about some some options that are available to restaurants right now. Are there any areas that you still see or hear about restaurants struggling in? So the biggest one that I think probably everybody has heard about is just they're faced with huge staffing issues. I mean, the restaurant industry in general, it's always been a difficult industry because you do have the turnover. You do have you know, very competitive wages. And it's always been a little bit of a challenge to attract and retain employees. But now what we're seeing is that with the stimulus payments from the government that people are receiving and then the extended unemployment, which is 
going through September, it's really just expanded the problem. I mean, you can drive down a street, you can go through a restaurant drive through and perhaps they aren't open because they don't have anybody to work. I've seen restaurants that, you know, say, well, we're only open for these hours because we don't have any staff to work. And the wages are getting higher and higher. And you have some of these larger restaurants that are able to pay more and they can offer signing bonuses and smaller restaurants may have a little bit more of a challenge to do this. So I know the Ohio Restaurant Association has been actively discussing this issue with Congress to look to maybe in that extended unemployment because you can see in a lot of different areas that the economy is slowly starting to recover and there are jobs available. But you know to have to say to your staff, hey, we, we used to be always open seven days a week and everybody was accustomed to a full, you know, open at 11 a.m. and closing at 2 a.m., depending on the type of restaurant it is. And now maybe they're only able to be open five days a week or have to close early or have to open late. And, you know, that's tough too. Those in the restaurant industry, what guidance are you giving them who are, you know, coming to you now and are, are struggling or are looking for help in these areas? The staffing is um, a little bit of a challenge. I mean, because, you know, you can see that the operators are thinking, you know, this is going to be really hard to sustain. I mean, many of the owners are in the kitchen filling in or behind the bar filling in because they don't have people. And, you know, that's okay to do it for a certain amount of time, but you can only do those 14, 16 hour days for so long. And you know, if you're thinking, geez, we have to do this all the way through September, maybe longer. I think the biggest thing is to go to the Ohio Restaurant Association and talk to your local congressman to kind of get them to, you know, if you keep it in their ear that, hey, this extended unemployment is really tough for us. Um, I do know that some of the restaurants, rather than paying signing bonuses to perhaps the new people coming on, they're kind of encouraging these recruiting bonuses. So, you know, you have an existing employee that brings somebody in, maybe you pay them a little bit of extra money for bringing them somebody. And that's one thing, but I mean, it's really hard to find people, attract the talent and retain the talent. It's just tough. And that's something I've read. Um in various news outlets as well. Basically, these these restaurant owners kind of mentioning that they're just, they're just having a hard time finding people where previously they would get like all these applications for open positions and now it's nothing. Yeah, it's it's and I think it's, you know, it's expanding outside of just the restaurant industry, but there are there is a high turnover in this industry that you see it a little more and you know when you have to close your kitchen early because you don't have anybody to work, that's lost revenue. You're sending people home, that's lost wages for those servers. And it's really hard to get people in the door to work. From what I understand from a lot of the restaurant owners that we talk to, they aren't having an issue getting the people to come now dine in. So it's more of we need, we are having the problem of actually serving the people and cooking for the people and cleaning up after the people that are here. And that's causing long hours. And, you know, it's just a hard balance. 
Right, and I think that's a good word that you said because probably, you know, like we mentioned a year ago, you know, no one's coming in because everyone's fearful or they don't know what's going on. So a lot of these restaurants were closed or we're getting very few people. And now, you know, it's kind of the opposite. More people are coming in, but um, these restaurant owners are, are having a hard time finding people to, to serve them and, and do everything else that a restaurant requires. Yes, definitely. How would you predict uh, restaurants will do for the rest of 2021 now that we are a good bit into the year? A lot of people are saying, hey, you know, by 4th of July, things are going to really be like they were in the 4th of July 2019. So I think that, you know, in that situation, you're going to see larger crowds and hopefully you're going to see the capacity limitations go away as more and more people are able to get fully vaccinated and hopefully the case count goes down and then the governor will release those restrictions. So I think that's going to be, you know, in maybe late spring, early summer, you're going to see more and more people going and dining out and the guest counts are going to increase. I still think because the losses were so great, it's, it's going to be challenging for a lot of people with the higher wage costs that they're probably going to have to pay to get people to work. And also you always have the increase in food costs. And now there's a lot of restaurants are faced with higher costs because of cleaning supplies that they've had to buy over this last year. So it might still be that some of them may only break even in 2021, but I think that you're gonna be able to see more people with the relief maybe survive than we would have been able to see without some of the relief that they're offered through some of these government uh, grants and credits and things. Thank you to Kristen for joining us to discuss what to expect in the coming months from the restaurant industry. So what do you think of the episode? You can always let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.